episode of Crack Records. We are your host, the ones and only Cindy and Juison. Hello. What is your song of the week? Damn. Um, yeah, let's get right s- into it. <laughs> my song of the week. Uh, oh, I was uh, rewatching this cold classic movie called The Virgin Suicides. Uh, oh, I love that movie. Which uh, is directed by Sofia Coppola. And she is really good at what she does. And she's also really good at uh, creating a soundtrack. Uh, so I was rewatching the movie and there was this song by this uh, band, which I, I, I kind of like forgot about this band. It's called, uh, the band's called Heart and it's from the 70s. And uh, uh, in the movie, they play this song called Crazy on You. And I was like, oh, wow, Ooh. like it's been so long. And I've been I gotta watch playing. that movie again. Yeah, I haven't I, watched I've it been, in a while. It's so good. It's so uh, haunting and, you know. It's very lively, but at the end, it's just, like, so depressing. But, yeah, it's it's a, it's a cool classic. How about you? Yes. What's your song of the week? So, this week, I've been hyper-fixating on musicals. So, my song of the week would be Seasons of Love from the Rent soundtrack. Ooh. Because I watched that movie, uh, the, the adaptation. This, yes. <laughs> 525,600 minutes. And also this week, I this week I've watched West Side Story, the new adaptation, because I haven't sat down and li- and and seen it yet. Um, this week I've also the new one? yeah, I've seen the classic one. I haven't I, seen I, it. I didn't see the the new one until now. And also this week I saw um, Tick Tick Boom, which is the story of the mm, creator of Rent. See that movie too. I saw it on the New Year, but I was. I was really sleepy, so I couldn't appreciate it for what it is. So this time I actually sat down and saw it since I saw Rent. It, it was only fair to watch the story behind the creator of Rent. And I got so emotional towards the end. It's so good. You know, it's funny. I've I've known most of like the Rent songs, but I've never seen the movie like in full. Oh I my have God, to, like, you should. Yeah, I have to see it's- that movie. It's a rock-based musical about struggling artists in New York City mm. in the midst of the AIDS epidemic. And Jonathan Larson knew. What I really liked about him is that he really knew his that his musical would get somewhere. But it's just sad that he never got to see it because he died a night before it premiered. Like... They were in the middle of the rehearsals and he had a heart attack and he died. And that's pretty much what Tick Tick Boom um, explains. Um, His disappointment of not having a musical produced and he's approaching the age of 30 and he was feeling all this regret, guilt, disappointment, whatnot. Mm. And... That goes in line with the topic that we have today, which is an analysis whether pursuing a music career or entertainment whatsoever, yeah. but we're going to like focus in the music specifically because musical theater is a whole nother world. Whether it's a privilege or it's a risk and it's not worth it. We see in the movie um, Tick, Tick, Boom that that he 
produced, well, he wrote this musical, which was supposed to be a musical adaptation of the, the novel 1984 by George Orwell, one of my favorite books of all time. But even if, like, he did a workshop to present it to producers and everything, but it never got produced. They said it wasn't good enough for Broadway. So he got frustrated and wrote a m- musical monologue describing how he felt dealing with the rejection and everything. That was yeah. Tick, Tick, Boom. And then as he was working with Tick, Tick, Boom, he created Friends. And he never got to see what a monstrosity of a musical that was. Our first, well, my first pick for a person who was handed a music career as a privilege is the Strokes, because in this band, we have the lead singer, uh, Julian Casablancas. His father is John Casablancas, the the model agent. You see that everywhere there's a John Casablanca modeling agency, but that really doesn't really tie into the music industry, but he's in the entertainment whatsoever. But we have the guitarist, um, Albert Hallman Jr., who's the son of, you guessed it, Albert Hallman which is a prominent figure in the music industry, so... I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I, I knew because I only know them two from, like, the... by name. And Rob, uh, Albert Hammond Jr. It just makes sense that his father is Albert Hammond because why would you name your son Jr. if you don't have the same name? I really like the Strokes. They're one of my favorite bands. They... Are extremely talented. Yeah. So, I it's crazy how uh, there's like until you don't like uh, search on the internet, you don't know how many uh, artists have actually privilege uh, on their music career because I yes you you may never know. We had to dig deep on this because there are so many artists that we enjoy on a daily basis, but we only know the obvious cases of nepotism which is everywhere but especially in the music business and it kind of makes sense when you see um their privileged backgrounds or famous relatives that you're like oh okay this is why they're they got a platform because you know uh talented artists who are not as pushed as they are yeah no and also um, from my personal point of view i tend to see more uh nepotism and privilege in the uh movie industry or in the model industry more than the music industry like there i feel like there are less uh that we know of uh, artists musicians with uh like privilege or nepotism kids that have a music career like a successful music career when i was doing my research for this episode it's true i found that most of the nepotism uh the term nepotism babies i didn't know it was a thing until like two weeks ago I found that most of the figures in nepotism in the entertainment industry are mostly, in, it's like you said, in film and modeling. Yeah. But in music, it's like a select few because music is kind of complex. It Sometimes it doesn't even matter who you are related to. If your music is not good, it's not good, and that's about it. Exactly. We can put in that example... 
Uh, um, are we gonna put in that example I was gonna mention that you uh, you added to the playlist Miley, which is a really great example because mm-hmm. she is her dad is Billy Ray Cyrus, the country legend Billy Ray Cyrus, right? And but I personally think that she got her name because of her because you know uh, uh, her starting Disney and because she truly has. An incredible talent and I feel like sometimes that when after she got like you know really famous Billy Ray Cyrus it's considered Miley sad not the other way around you know and I was I was gonna mention that when you have privilege uh, as a musician you know to start a music career it really it's sort of like okay you have privilege but you really need to have talent because if your music does not hit you're going to have nothing. Or if you don't have the it factor or, you know, the presence. And Miley has the talent. Miley has the it factor. She has the presence. She has the start feeling, you know. But it was really interesting to see that, okay, she had privilege, right? But she had the talent. What I'm trying to say is that her sister, Noah, she started a music career uh, later on. She tried. Uh, she tried, exactly. And... That's a really good example because she had the privilege, uh, she had the money, she had the people, but her music didn't hit and she does not have the same career as Miley. And talent is a yeah. really important factor, even if you and I was going to mention our Disney It doesn't matter generation. how much privilege you have. Yeah. Thank you for bringing it up, the, the Disney generation factor, because I was going to mention it right before you start, mentioned Miley. The fact that we that Disney tried to push so many artists, they tried to push everybody that was like at a star level to push a music career. They pushed Demi Lovato. They pushed Miley Cyrus. They pushed Selena Gomez. They pushed the Jonas Brothers. They pushed... Um, They even pushed Emily, Emily Osment yeah. from from Hannah Montana, and also, she had a couple uh, of hits. Also, Michael Musso, Michael Musso from Hannah Montana too. He had like a small music career because his brother yeah. is from the band. Uh, I forgot Metro Station. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I totally forgot. I totally forgot, but. The people that you see from Disney that stand out are Miley Cyrus, Selena Gomez, that even launched her beauty career because she mm. has a successful makeup line, um, Demi Lovato, um, the Jonas Brothers. Um, who else? Wait. I think those are like the main. Uh, well, Zendaya, but, like, but now she's Zendaya, not a musician. But- She yeah um, no she she went with acting but she wasn't as successful like she had a couple of hits yeah but she stick to her acting yeah and now and she's I'm glad she like did in Euphoria she's having the opportunity to make a few songs which are gaining yeah I guess. but it's not like something know. serious I don't know how I feel about her music though like yeah, she it's, has it's a just great there. voice. Yeah. But it's not her thing. It's like you no. said, you have to have the it factor. Exactly. She has the it factor for an actress, but not for a for a Exactly, a exactly. When it comes to Miley, it's like you said, um, we know Billy Ray Cyrus as Miley's dad. Well, that's the thing of our generation, but like when you look at sitcoms from the 90s and uh 
reports from the 90s, Billy Ray Cyrus was huge. So to mm. our parents, it's no surprise that Billy Ray Cyrus is like, oh my God, Billy Ray Cyrus. In fact, I was watching The Nanny, which is a sitcom from the 90s, and he's a mm. guest star in one episode. And everybody was like, oh my God, Billy Ray Cyrus. You know how um, when in sitcoms, a famous person is a guest star in the episode, yeah. and you hear like in the, the audience cheering, oh my God. Like the applauses and everything, when he appears, everybody was like, "Oh my God, yeah." Same happened with uh, Dolly Parton, which is she is the uh, she's her godmother, uh, the the godmother of Miley, which is country more, legend. Yeah, more privilege added to the to the mix, but still. yeah, but but in Miley's case, it doesn't matter who she's related to because she is talented. Yeah. But, she got her name for herself. Yes. The only problem of being that privileged in the music industry... Well, not a problem. It's an advantage for them because privilege is a lack of barriers and obstacles. If you use it responsibly, it is the best thing you can have. And take these words lightly because I don't want to be canceled for saying that privilege is a good thing. You know? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I had to put that out there. Miley had the advantage that as soon as she broke out of her Disney contract, she was like, I'm going to do a bunch of drugs and make an experimental album. Mm. And thus the dead pets were born. Yeah, and released if she it for was free. An, and yeah, she released it for free and she still has a platform. Yeah. If it was another artist that didn't have famous relatives or a name for themselves or is up and coming, if they come up with a dead pets move, their career would be over. They would be considered yeah. a one-head wonder at this point. True. And actually, you know, she really had a small kind of like shake moment when she released the album because people were not pleasant with it. But she sort of like they were not slowly... Yeah, they was she was slowly building back up because the, she then released a country album, which also fell to... I personally think it was a beautiful album, but, you know, the general public was like, meh. And then she started to build up back into what she is now, which is she's now gaining way yeah, more you know not everybody's into respect. country music. Yeah, that's true. Country music, country music is beautiful because it's storytelling at its very finest because... Since the melodies are, are, are sweet and slow, you can concentrate on what really matters, which is the music. Yeah, and it's great that you mentioned um, country music because we can mention another privileged superstar, which is Taylor Swift. She, of course. She was privileged in a way that she was rich. She grew up rich because um, her father was a stockbroker. I don't know what that is in Spanish. But yes, It's related to banks and stuff. So she was rich and she had the privilege to, when she decided that she wanted to have a music career at the age of 13, her parents were like, okay, we're moving to Nashville, which is, you know, she wanted to be a country star. And her privilege was that her parents were there for her since the beginning. She had mon They had money to help her, whatever, you know. To she, push her. Uh, Exactly. But um, she had the privilege, but she has the talent. If she, exactly. she, if she wasn't like a good songwriter, she wouldn't have made it. And it's, cr you know, this, I always say that her story is really crazy because 
she started in country music. As you said, country music, not everyone likes country music, but she completely changed what the country way music people say country yeah. for our generation. Completely. Because before yeah. her, before her um, there was this trend on TikTok that I, what's, um, I forgot this artist's name, but it was the, the trend was to showcase who's your influence behind something. And the song is like, Mama said that it was okay. And pretty much like, it's you and then you show who your influence is. Taylor yeah. Swift jumped on this trend and, and the comment was like, oh, you can't jump from country to pop. And yeah. she puts Shania Twain. Uh, yeah, she's so a great before, example. So before, and then Shania Twain felt so honored by Taylor's TikTok that she jumped in the trend and she put Dolly Parton. Hmm. So, let's say we have a country to pop pipeline star for every generation. For us, it's Taylor Swift. For our parents, it's it would be Shania Twain. Yeah. And then... Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton walked. So, Shania Twain could exactly. run. So, Taylor Swift could sprint. <laughs> literally you yeah. know what's, what's crazy that people you know it's been uh 20 years well no 15 16 years since taylor started her career right and they are already mm -hmm. like thinking like oh who's gonna be the next taylor Swift? which is very normal for the media to start speculating who's gonna be the next who you know but you know it's really uh I think it's real. I, I sometimes I think like it's gonna be hard because it's hard for a country star to succeed into the pop realm. Because I have to say, Casey Musgraves uh, released an album last year, um, Stars Cross, which it does not uh, hit the same level as Golden Hour, and I feel like that was her her try to get into the pop uh, world, and it failed. And seeing like. Expecting a musician, a country musician, to to switch to pop and succeed, it's gonna be hard to top what Taylor Swift did. I believe when people, when the media is looking at who is the next Taylor Swift, they are looking from the pop perspective, because mm. some would say Olivia Rodrigo is considered the next Taylor Swift, yeah. but in the pop side, and she has mentioned a lot of times that Taylor Swift is one of her major influences, which is why I wanted to mention her as well as part of the playlist, because mm. she was jumpstarted into the music field very young she was put into disney but also she had very supportive parents who put her in music training since the age of five so they really wanted her to be a star so they really like fought tooth and nail for that and made sure that she had the musical training that she needed so by the time she was in disney she was already a songwriter and I don't know who her parents are, but I'm pretty sure there's somebody connected because you just don't get those opportunities this fast. Um, no, and she's still really young. Like she already, yeah, uh, she's really young, and she already has like made a lot. Yeah, she's made a lot for herself. And not only based and, on music, like music, like she's just starting in music because she, you know, yes, she was, uh, and the series High School Music series was actually really um, well received. I haven't and watched it. I did watch but it. I was it's gonna, yeah, it's entertainable, but you know, it's not a big deal. It's not. It doesn't, you know, get 
to the same level as the original High School Musical. I was going to watch it because... Um, I was going to mention it because she wrote a song for the series which got very critically acclaimed, which, which drove her to write driver's license which is this internet sensation it blew up absolutely on tiktok and we're gonna dive into tiktok in another episode but yeah that's nepotism that's another topic but tiktok is um changing the way music is perceived it changed the music industry i just want to like let that as a preview anyways um another artist from our generation who had the support and the privilege of the parents is Billie Eilish and her brother Phidias mm. because yeah. even though she makes even though she is the main pop star, he is the genius behind it and they are siblings and they work together on everything. Her parents are very accredited in the film industry and they gave their their children the option not not the option the opportunity opportunity yes that is the word the opportunity to be homeschooled instead of going to a regular school and this gave them the platform to explore their musical talents at such a young age because when you are homeschooled you don't have to deal Oh, I don't know how homeschooling works, so yeah. anybody who's listening and knows what homeschooling, how homeschooling works, please write us an email or DM us on Instagram because I want to be educated on that. But I feel like being home helps in the sense that you don't have to go out to the world from this hour to this hour and see classes that you may not want to see and the social skills, not having to deal with people who will constantly put you down because sometimes um, when you're a highly creative person and you go to school, what happens is some of your passions die because you're too busy thinking of what is the other person going to say and is it worth it? You see everybody making safe choices and you don't want to make a safe choice. Mm. I'm not going to lie, that kind of happened to me. Well, kind of. Because I got interested in the legal problems in the music industry, and that made me want to go to law school. But since I've been musically trained since I was young, because my mom always saw that inclination in me, and she would have these instruments in the house, and I would, I was always free to play them, and I always grew up playing Guitar Hero and Rock Band and all those music games. I could have been a music and a multi-instrumentalist like Kevin Parker at this point if I really wanted to pursue the music industry. But I prefer I mean, you can to still be if you really I want could. to. I could. But I decided I wanted to be a music lawyer because... I feel like it's only fair to protect my rights and the rights of artists. Yeah. And the thing is that wanting to be a musician, you know, here, especially in, in Dominican Republic, or I mean, every, in every, every uh, part of the world, it's considered such a daydream 
or what we call here in Spanish, un sueño trillado. Like it really, you know, sometimes when you are young and you are starting to figure out, young as in like a teenager, you're starting to figure out what you want, what you like. And in my case that I've, you know, the only thing that I've always wanted since I was a little boy was to be a musician. Um, for me, living here, it's like, that's, it's, that's just a dream. Like that's never, you know, that's never going to happen. But the music industry has evolved so differently that you, that, you know, independent artists are have the you know, in the past uh, five, eight years, they have the ability to upload a song to Spotify, which, you know, it's a great way to uh, to promote your music or whatever you do. And, um, you know, th I was uh, thinking that the reason why we uh, uh, bring this topic, you know, about if music is a privilege or not, is because if you don't have money, starting a music career could be a a risk not a risk like oh my god you know but a risk in the sense like you need to it's a risk so big it's not even worth it considering it in the first place yeah because you really have to survive in life you really have to you know have a normal life in the sense of you have to eat you have to pay rent if you live alone you know if you don't live with your parents you know and even if your parents you got a Hannah Montana it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah if you if i mean your parents could um support your dreams, believe in your talent. But if your parents don't have enough money, they cannot, you know, really, I guess, help you, you know, to found in those dreams. You so you Exactly. So you really have to have like a double life as in Hannah Montana, like working day. Mm -hmm. And if you really do believe in your music, all that money that you gain from your job, you, you spend it on your, you know, on your music. So that's the only way for me, for people who don't have money to... Uh, pursue a career and try to like so get many out people there. move to new york and california because that's where the major labels are located yeah. in the hopes of pursuing their music dreams and they have to survive by waiting tables or uh, like three jobs in order to pursue their dreams now it's easier because you can make money online but in no means the fact that is easier than it was to get discovered 20 years ago does not make it Um, any less hard, if that makes mm -hmm. any sense. Because yeah. the internet is such a powerful tool if you know how to use it. That being said, you can't discover, you can't get discovered on the internet. Justin Bieber got discovered by Usher on YouTube. Um, Billie Eilish yeah. got discovered. Got I, discovered I, I believe it was. Claro too, which is another example that I. No, but but so. Claro, she has privilege because her father yeah. is the the CEO of Starbucks Entertainment or something like that. Claro is so, an interesting case that has to be studied because okay, she has a lot of privilege, you know, but she uh, supposedly you know got discovered on the internet, which is really because you know integrity because of that. Yeah, it's it's really complicated because people think she's an industry plant, which is another topic. It's a really deep diving uh, situation, you know. I I still am doubting that she's an industry plant because if she, you know, the way I see industry plants, uh, uh, I mean, uh, showcase their artistry, you know, or I don't know how to say it. But the thing is that an industry plant, uh, it's supposed to do whatever the label says, right? Some sometimes. Sometimes. Um, What I'm trying to say is that if Claire is the industry plan, why is she not more successful? Why she doesn't? Uh, why does she? Because sometimes she acts mm. like she doesn't want it. She just wants to do the music and 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 and, and that's it. Because, you know, for example, I want to uh, talk a little bit more about Claire because uh, it really inter interests me a lot. Because she 
she released her debut album, which was a huge success in the bedroom pop indie, you know, realm, right? She made. She released her debut album. Uh, she has Payuhi a few years past, so she has to release her second album. And the amount of pressure, and and you know, momentum that you need to as an artist when you have debuted to make your second album. You know, the second album, the follow up is like this huge thing that you have to make. You have to really break through with that. And there's a few great examples about. Uh, great uh, second albums and she released this album called Sling which f- it's one of the most beautiful albums of last year and what's it was interesting good. is it was good and it was interesting that she gained a lot of praise from the critical part and the peers uh, who are like you know older people I guess but for from her generation from the general public they were like this is boring like where's, where's, where are the bops you know what I mean and it's crazy because if she's an industry plan why did they let her make this move you know that's 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 always what you know what I'm thinking especially with that album I believe because labels are catching up that to the fact that we are realizing we're detecting fast or when when somebody is an industry plant so they're kind of getting creative on mm how they push industry plans and the sounds that they make in order yeah. for them to sound original or edgy. Um, because another... One can argue that Lana Del Rey is an industry plant. Uh, not also industry plant, but she had privilege. I didn't know that. I thought she made her, her career like from scratch, but she, her parent, her dad is rich AF. Yeah, her her dad her her parents are super rich. That's why she's always talking about being one of those rich country 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 club moms while their while their husbands are playing tennis. Cuz like she kind of grew up in that background. Um another well, on the on the other side, there are people who are Privileged in the sense they have famous relatives, but mm. they are legends in the music industry. Like Whitney Houston, who I didn't mm. know her mom was an established gospel singer. And so really? I did my research. Like, one would think of Whitney Houston, and we wouldn't, that's like the farthest thing in our imagination that. She has high connections to the music industry. I don't know exactly her, her music story. I just know I grew up listening to Whitney Houston and I love her to death because she is the voice for a reason. She is the diva of divas. Yeah. And I still get sad to realize that she's dead because we won't have another Whitney Houston. We no. will have people inspired by her, but we won't have another Whitney Houston, just like we won't have another Michael Jackson, who was also in the Players of the Week. But Michael Jackson's case was not a case of privilege. It was a case of being pushed because he was severely abused since he was five. His father really believed in his sons having a music career. He grouped them all and he managed them and he created the Jackson Five and he Michael was only five and he started injecting him female hormones so he would have this high-pitched voice. And they separated and Michael pursued his solo career and his siblings as well. 
but obviously nobody did it like Michael because he exactly. is the king of pop. Exactly. Janet that's Jackson where... is, is so talented and it makes me so mad to see her getting reduced as Michael Jackson's sister. Like give her some credit. She is she is very talented. And as I was saying, Whitney Houston, amazing, legendary. Her mom is a gospel singer. I didn't know that. We also have the case of Willow Smith, the daughter of Will, Will and Jaded Pinkett Smith. Um, Will is mostly known for his acting and for slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars last <laughs> week. <laughs> but... Will, at some point of his career, he did rapping. So he has the connections in the music industry. And Jada also had a death metal band for a while. Oh, so yeah. it was only fair that their children pursued music. Jaden pursued music, but he kind of like grew out of it. But Willow has been making music since she was like 12. She released, I whip my hair back and forth. And yeah. everybody was like, oh, cute. Will Smith's daughter is making music, blah, blah, blah. But then she became more experimental. And she is now like in the rock side of music. Yeah. She's pursuing like her mom. But there was a time she was doing like experimental pop, which is not bad. But it's like you said, when you don't have the it factor... It yeah. doesn't matter who you are related to. That's how I feel towards Willow Smith. I still haven't sat down and be like, oh, yeah, I can thoroughly yeah, I enjoy this through. Like, I can listen to There's like to a few songs. songs that are, it's enjoyable music, but it's not something mm-hmm. like otherworldly, like, you know, out of this world yeah. experience. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that. It's not, it's not clicking for me. And that's fine. We can all agree to disagree. Yeah. You know which, uh, which artist or persona, celebrity that I want to mention who had a lot of privilege and had like a really small career with just two songs that, you know, now that I think about it, were really great pop songs. It's Paris Hilton. She had a oh small music career. She had a small music career because she's obviously Paris Hilton. And... Um, she had two songs on, I mean, she didn't release an album, but those two songs, you know, were, they were actually really good pop songs, you know, nothing serious, just fun vibes, and it was great, and that's it. She just made that. Her song, her cover of Stars Are Blind is is actually enjoyable. Even yeah. if stars are picking, and, even and the stars song, and then her other song, uh, Nothing, Nothing in This World, it was a really good pop song. <laughs> You know, I, I, it's like you said, I, I enjoyed um, her, her, her attempt to get into the music industry. Yeah. It was, it was kind of funny to witness as childs because when, yeah. when she was releasing music, we were like 10, 11. And I believe Jessica, oh yeah, Jessica Simpson was also pursuing oh, music yeah. at the time. There's this one song from, there's this one song of Jessica Simpson that I actually enjoyed, which was a public affair. Oh yeah, that, yeah. The that video of her like in roller skates. That song is I, a tune. I love that song. I feel like uh, her, uh, Jessica, and Paris are a really good example of how much privilege can do. Because damn, I mean, <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. 
Sometimes you see people that are privileged because of their relatives, but they don't do exactly what their parents do and they do something else, like yeah. Stella McCartney. Mm. She yeah. is the daughter she's a really of good example. the legend Paul McCartney, but she's not a musician. She is a fashion designer. She's a well-known, acclaimed fashion designer. To be honest, I didn't when I I mean I, I don't know how I found out but um I didn't know that she was Paul McCartney's daughter. I thought she was just, you know, a designer that had the same uh last name as Paul McCartney. I made the connection because there is only to the top of my head one McCartney famous, which is Paul. And then having us to the McCartney is what are the chances that these two people are related? And then, surprise, surprise, I do my research. She's her daughter. She's his daughter. I'm sorry. Other and good examples related to that, to Paul McCartney, you know, a musician who has a daughter, is um, uh, Phil Collins, which his daughter, um, Lily, Lily Collins. Collins, yeah, uh, pursued an acting career instead of a music career. Yeah, she pursued an acting career. But you also have people who... Like Willow Smith, Miley Cyrus, Whitney Houston, Albert. Oh yeah, another reason, another person who who didn't follow their father's steps is is Julian Casablancas. Like he could have been an elite model agent, but he chose mm. a music career. But since he works with Albert Albert Hammond Jr., then there you have it. You have the two cases simultaneously of somebody who pursued their parents' footsteps and somebody who didn't. Somebody who did, and as much as they are related to somebody famous, it doesn't click for me, Enrique Iglesias. Mm. He is the son of Julio Iglesias, and there are so many people that criticize. I know, I know, but I have to, you know, talk about him. There are so many people who who criticize him and be like, oh, he's just famous because he is the son of Julio Iglesias, blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, we grew up listening to him, but it's not like he was my favorite thing in the world, but it's not yeah. like I was annoyed by him either. Exactly. He is the case of privilege in the sense that he can do whatever he wants and he will not be condemned for it because... If you look at the music that he's releasing, it's like the commercial pop with yeah, no substance. Yeah, the classic Latin he, pop. Mm-hmm. No, but he used to be like a singer-songwriter. And yeah. he did decent stuff. But now he's just like anything that would make a quick grab of money. Mm. And my last pick of the day is Beyonce, whose who's dad... Um, Gathered her and Michelle and what was the other girl's name from Destiny's Child? Anyways, Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce was, Beyonce got pushed by her father. He got the support of her father and he managed and created Destiny's Child. And yeah, he succeeded because now Beyonce is like a household name in and of itself and she is one of the perfect examples of people who had very supportive parents and it paid off. And 
her sister Solange, she ventured into music as well, but she leans to the R and B side, and I wish, like more, rec- I wish she had yeah. more recognition because she's often reduced as only being Beyonce's sister. Yeah, but I feel like in the last few years she has made uh, a name of herself because she yeah. created a a really good fan base in the, I guess you could say alternative R and B because she really makes a uh, sort of like experimental R and B in my opinion. But, but still, she still gets reduced to being Beyonce's sister, and that's that's unfortunate. But it is what it is. Now that you mentioned Beyonce, do you feel like um, Chloe and Halle, which were discovered by Beyonce, do you feel like mm-hmm. they have the Beyonce privilege in their career, or do you? Because th- they are really talented. I love Chloe and Halle, but sometimes I, I feel like if Beyonce uh, haven't discovered them, I feel like they wouldn't have the same path or some way. What do you think about that? I haven't gotten into them, so I can't answer that. Yeah, mm. I know who they are. I know that one of them was supposed to be in the live action of The Little Mermaid. And it was, yeah, a, whole, she's gonna... it was a whole topic of debate that Ariel's not supposed to be black because the character is white with red hair. Like, bro, it's a fiction character. Mm. And yeah. mermaids are not even real. <laughs> And so many live adaptations of Cinderella exist and nobody's mad about it. But when a black person wants to be Little Mermaid, everybody is raged. Like Camila Cabello just did a Cinderella story adaptation in more. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. You watched it? I haven't. I'm not going to watch it. I just mention it because there are so many Cinderella stories. There's one with Selena Gomez. There's one with Hilary Duff. There's one with Camila Cabello. You know, like, and and people don't say anything. They just sit down and watch it. But when a black person wants to be Little Mermaid, oh my God, she can't do that. She's black. And to be honest, Hallie is the perfect choice to be Little Mermaid. Like, I I can see her. She's going to be great. She's going to be incredible. But we're going to get into that topic another day because we're running out of time. So thank you for listening to another episode of Crack Records. We hope you enjoy this episode and enjoy our playlist this week of artists who had the platform to their advantage and did what they needed to do to succeed. Yeah, we put um, artists who had privilege and a few who, well, I put one artist uh, that didn't have like a lot Cardi, Cardi B. B, which we didn't get to talk, but we can say in a small, it, like ensure that she didn't have privilege. She made her career. I feel like she's a really good example. She had to be a stripper. Yeah, she made her career from zero. So that's a really good example of an artist who didn't have privilege to build. Yeah, she released her mixtapes and she's she scrapped her butt off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, thank you for listening to another episode of Crack Records. Be sure to leave us a email if you have any questions, suggestions. Yeah. Um, our email will be in the show notes. Our playlist will be in the show notes. Our Instagram as well. You can reach us there. We interact. <laughs> yeah, we try. We will see. See you next week. Bye. 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 Lady Outro.